The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to Email Newsletter Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about everything that you need to know about positioning, creating, growing, and monetizing a marketing newsletter. With us today is Itai Paz, who is the founder and CEO of the Morning Doe Newsletter, which is an email that makes online marketing news clear, actionable, and enjoyable, and you can consume it in five minutes or less. I am a subscriber to The Morning Doe. It is part of my morning routine. I highly recommend following this newsletter. Great source of news for you marketers. And in the first installment of Email Newsletter Week, Itai and I are going to discuss building a marketing newsletter stack. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Itai Paz, founder and CEO of The Morning Doe Newsletter. Itai, welcome to Email Newsletter Week on the MarTech Podcast. Hello, and thank you for having me, Benjamin. It's so exciting to have you here. I am a huge fan. I love your newsletter. I read it every morning. Big fan of your work. Let's start off. Tell us a little bit about The Morning Doe and why did you create a daily newsletter for marketers? So The Morning Doe started a few months back in June of 2020. The COVID-19 entered and the market shifted Things changed and we had to pivot other activities we had into something else. So what we did is we went back to our roots, which was email marketing. Email marketing is still the base of everything. Email marketing reported to deliver ROI of 4,400%. So for every $1 you spend, you get back $44. That's according to Campaign Monitor, and it's the data that we actually see all over the years, through the years, and that means that email marketing is still here to stay, and that's why we love it, and we decided to go with the newsletter. I love to read news, especially digital marketing, online marketing news, and we thought what's the best way to solve a problem that we have, that there's overload of information, and we can serve the market and give them just the best of the best content which is done not just automatically, but by people. And that was the idea behind the morning dough and having it made. So Itai, I appreciate you giving us the data and the stats behind email marketing. We talk a lot about email marketing on the show, and a lot of it is about customer retention. Once you have someone's email, you know how are you keeping them integrated with your products, your services? It's about re-engagement. 
In this case, your email is your product. So first off, let's talk a little bit about the different types of email marketing and specifically the different types of newsletters. Can you give me a sense of segmentation about how you think of the different varieties of newsletters? Absolutely. So obviously, like you mentioned, there are a few types of email marketing in terms of sending promotions or sending offers or transactional emails. But we're talking about the type which are newsletter. And there are four types of newsletters. The first one is what we call the letter from business or editorial, or which features usually some kind of an article. It fits to corporate and brands that want to put their say on the table. Right. This is what my company has to say. And we're going to send this out probably on a weekly basis, not a daily basis, maybe even less frequently. Here's what Anderson Horowitz has to say about the people that they are funding or how they look at the venture capital landscape as an example. And for that, it's usually this business has to put more resources. It's usually a longer newsletter and you have to have dedicated writer or writers because it's what we call a heavy newsletter. And that's one type. The second type is what we call the curated content, or some people would call it the links roundup or the morning dough style, which is when brand or business wants to give a quick value to their customers. So the business wants to give information, but it doesn't want to overload them. It wants to give them quick value. And for that, you don't need writers. It's what we call lean and mean. And that's the format that we use in our model. The morning dog is using the curated content. Mm -hmm. The third one is the blog style. So basically, usually you have multiple articles. You see like the title, a few sentences, and then they send you into content. Usually it's within the website itself. It's fit for website that has so many content inside. They want to share more and more and more. And that's called the blog style. It requires lots of resources. Help me understand the difference between the first newsletter that you have, the, the letter from the business. This is a company talking about what they are doing and it's relatively long format content. How's that different than the blog style? Are you just sending the blog post or are you essentially using a kind of a roundup of your in-house content? It's a mix of a roundup, but you make some kind of summary of each blog post. So it is a mixture, like you said, it's curated from your own content, but you give more content inside the email. So you already give the preview of each blog post. Are there any other styles of newsletters? Yes, the last one is what we call the morning brew or the hustle style, which is a format where the company is completely dedicated to content. That's what they're doing. They build content. It's usually brand and authority many times in the industry. They have multiple writers, in-house and outsourced. They write a lot of content inside. You might not even need to click on any link in order to read more. You get everything, the summary there. It's multiple topics. You get a summary, a little bit curation, internal content, but it's really heavy operation. So if you go to the model that the Morning Doe has, which is the curated one, it's taking the curation, but taking it to the next level. You're actually writing the content of each news that's happening. So I think, you know, if I had to summarize, there's really four different ways to think about creating a newsletter. If you're producing your own content, you could just send it to people in an email format and call it a newsletter where you're just distributing the content in its full long form. The second is you can start to curate and summarize the content that you're creating, but it's really more of a promotional vehicle. The third, I would say, is your product is your content. You're distributing that in relatively short form content, still maybe curated, summarized a little bit, but you are not just talking about your content to try to drive purchases of your products or services. 
your content is the product or service. So the newsletter is essentially what you're selling. And then the fourth one, the morning dough style, which is the roundup, a collection of content from around various other places. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. When you think about creating these different types of newsletters, are there different tech stacks, different sending mechanisms, technologies that you need to be able to create your content? For the infrastructure itself, if you have already a website and landing pages in order to capture the leads and the subscribers to the newsletter, and we put it aside for a second, there's two things that you need to create for that. One is you need to have an email system, email marketing system or uh, ESP something that could manage all the leads or all the subscribers and someone subscribe, he gets the newsletters and he gets all the messages. That's one thing you need in terms of infrastructure. And there are lots of solutions in the market. And the second thing is you need to build some kind of transaction emails, which I mentioned earlier. So when someone subscribes, you have an email sent to him. Thank you very much. If you want to do double opt-in, you ask him to click. So it's just what we call uh, email managing the subscriber when he subscribes and also when he opts out. This is the only two technical things you actually need to do in order to make a newsletter, which is pretty cool. That means that anyone and any company, any business can do that. So talk to me about some of the ESP providers. I'm assuming that most of the ESP providers, the MailChimp's, Klaviyo's, there's a bunch of them. AWeber, GetResponse as well. What's the difference between any of them? Are they all relatively the same? Was one more for e-commerce as opposed to media? Talk to me about the difference between the ESPs. So for a newsletter, I don't really see any difference because we're doing something very simple. Think about it. It's like writing a Word document and copy paste it into an email. So you think about it if you put it into your Office or Outlook or Gmail. So it's the same thing. All these systems for the purpose of the newsletter are perfectly fine. Some give more kind of templates and more flexibility in different things. Some give you preference in pricing. So it may vary, but it doesn't really matter. Whatever you select, it's good to go. 
I don't see any advantage one on the other just for the newsletter purpose. So you're basically picking your ESP, your email service provider, based on things like price, templates. There's a couple of features that are not necessarily make or break for most people, but you're basically kind of nitpicking. Generally, it doesn't really matter which platform you're using. In terms of deliverability, do you see any other technologies or anything else that marketers need to be considering to make sure that their email newsletter stack is effective? In order to get good deliverability, there are lots of variables. It's not only about the ESP because usually the ESPs are good. The ones we mentioned for sure and many others as well. At the end of the day, it's all about having what we call list hygiene. So one of the things you can do is have a double opt-in. So when someone subscribes to the newsletter, like we do for the morning dough, we send them an email and we ask them to click on the link. Only when they click on the link, we know that it's actually the person that subscribed is doing that. And in this case, you get a quality list and the deliverability goes up as long as your list is clean, as long as they're not putting you as a spam. And that's a completely different thing. It's all about behavior. If we're talking about spam and deliverability, every email goes to spam sometimes. We get emails from Amazon, they still go to the spam box from time to time. So it happens to everyone. But one of the things we love to do is we set expectations with our users, with our subscribers. So we tell them, we mail five times a week, right? Monday to Friday. So people know when to expect. Usually it's in the morning. We send it at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And people know when to expect. If I start to send it in different times, seven days a week, twice a day, then someone probably will complain and it's going also to hurt my deliverability. But as long as you set everything, the expectations, you work clean, you have a clean list, you'll be good to go. All right. So in terms of building a newsletter stack, hey, look, this is relatively simple. Something that most of us have tried to do before. I think really the question is now, how do we position? How do we grow the newsletter? And then also, what's the value we're creating from it? How are we going to monetize that? And that's what we're going to cover over the rest of email newsletter week. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Itai Paz, founder and CEO of The Morning Dough. If you'd like to hear more of Itai and The Morning Dough's tips for creating a successful newsletter, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss newsletter content curation strategies. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Itai, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Itai Paz. That's I-T-A-Y-P-A-Z. Or you can visit his company's website, which is morningdough.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to our website, martechpod.com. We've got summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.